0: What's up, everybody? I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis, and this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some talker stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. So, Lynn, what's new since the last pod? Also, I decided I'm going to start calling the podcast The Poodle, and we're going to call this Poodle Casting. I decided that yesterday. Why? (laughs) I don't know. It's just more fun. I like dogs. It's more fun to say I got to go do a little poodle.
1: That sounds like something you shouldn't be doing.
0: Well, I thought of it alone and I didn't say it out loud, but I still kinda like it.
1: Okay, fine. We're poodling.
0: Poodle cats. We're poodling. So what's new since the last poodle cat?
1: A lot. (laughs) Right now we are straight off the plane from Louisville, literally straight off the plane, into our recording booths, which also happen to just be our homes. And um, what about you? What's new with you?
0: Yeah, I mean, same. So I just wanted to give a, a little heads up to the audience. We are living in wild times right now, (laughs) so this podcast might not follow our usual, you know, very structured and professional format of of exactly how we lay it out at the beginning. Um, We decided we needed to keep the egg reference going, so this is going to be the Scrambled Egg Podcast. We are basically just going to talk, talk about the Olympics roster, talk about what's going on with soccer, and then we have a little surprise guest coming on, too debrief us on her olympic experience so we're very excited about that but like you said we just got off the plane from
1: louisville lynn scored two goals i did it well i had to make up for something after you played a beautiful cross to me and then i just shanked it off my head so
0: lynn it's okay It sometimes happens. sometimes we shank sometimes we
1: sometimes we jank
0: jank but sometimes they go in and it's great <laughs>
1: And lucky for me to win in, this is getting weird. Yeah, let's move I, on. Um, let's focus. <laughs> well, but I did want, no, it's my turn to talk. Um, I did want to say that the first goal, I told you this yesterday or this morning, but gave me um, 2016 semifinals in Portland vibes where you stole the ball off a throw-in, their throw-in and played it perfectly to me. And I scored, I was like, deja vu.
0: I had a little bit of deja vu as well. It was, it was awesome. And then we'll go back to your second goal, but even the game before we had another little connection.
1: I know it's as if we um, are connecting onto the same page, probably because of this podcast, we're learning how to communicate and read each other. I think
0: so. I think we should credit all of our success this past
1: week to snacks. Yes. Cheers to that. And then tell us about your, tell us about your second goal. Well, my second goal What's with my head. I got a header goal. <laughs> I had butted it into the net. Um, well, nobody marked me on the corner. And I said, Lynn, this is your time to shine. And um, the ball was coming in. Carson delivered a great ball. And I heard Kiwi, that's Abby Ersig, say, Lynn, go. And if I have to take a header for kiwi who is the flying fish and really good at heading i said lynn you better score this
0: kiwi is the flying fish i've literally never heard that before oh i
1: made it up so just now i've been saying it for weeks and she hates it and i said you're the flying salmon and she's like why and i'm like i don't know you eat salmon all the time and i don't know and because you're flying through the air you're flying through the air and cool so when she's but then it was your turn yeah well when she said lynn go i was like oh like i can't mess this up um, and so I opened my eyes this time and it's really amazing. The things you can do when you had the ball with your eyes open, you heard it here
0: first, everybody open
1: your eyes while heading open the ball, your
0: eyes. Well, so the courage has had a good week so far. We have another game on Saturday. Yes. Um, tight turnaround. so that's very exciting, tight turnaround, but we're just doing recovery, recovery, recovery. Yeah.
1: I, I'm actually pretty excited. I, I know three games in a week is like tough, but I really feel like it it challenges you mentally it challenges you physically and the people that are able to be successful at that like i th- feel like it's like, like such a growing moment for three games mm. um remember when we had five games in like a short period of time two years ago yeah and i felt like we are just so up for it like the courage for some reason is like yeah we want three games in a week please nobody don't don't get any ideas. So do that to us often. But anytime we do it, it's always like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go embrace the challenge.
0: I also just wanted to comment the fans in Louisville were like pretty on it. Yeah. I, like I was getting a lot of love in Louisville. I heard a lot of Sammy bananas <laughs> calls down to me. A lot of people saying good luck. It was really nice. It was very nice. And I just wanted to give them a little shout out. It was like pretty great. Of course, nobody, nobody could ever rival our fans here in North Carolina, but no Louisville, you guys were pretty. Pretty on it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it was actually pretty nice and sweet to have people cheering for you, even though you were the opposing side. Um, yes. So thank you, Louisville. Thank you. Shout out. <laughs> um, what else is new? Obviously, the Olympics, the roster came out. Yes, it did. Yes, it
0: did. Um, but
1: before we get to that, did anything else exciting happen? Yes, it did. It did, Lynn.
0: Um, <laughs> me and Christy, Christy and I, Christy and me, The Mewy Wees. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that, even though I was an English major. Um, We made a beer with Harpoon and it came out this week and um, they did the canning. So we got to see like what it looked like in its final stages. And now it's getting shipped out um, to, I think, like 23 states. Um, It's available at the Harpoon breweries. It's going to be available at like liquor stores. It's going to be available at like some bars and restaurants, hopefully. So you guys can go to Harpoon their website and like do the beer finder and find where it's coming near you. Not all of it has been shipped out yet. So it might like take a few weeks, but basically we're really excited about it. Christy and I and our family in general, like love beer. It's something that my family actually like does quite often as we'll go to like a local brewery and like try some beers. And I feel like when the four of us are all together, it's, usually like cause for celebration because it doesn't happen that often. So we like to celebrate by having a beer. Um, And so this idea kind of like hatched a few years ago where, We just, I don't know, maybe we had had a couple beers and we started thinking, (laughs) wouldn't it be awesome to like have our own brewery someday or like get into this business a little bit. And we've all like been doing some research and basically just reached out to Harpoon to see if they would be interested in trying to make a beer with us. And they were, which was like Mm -hmm. so cool. Harpoon is, um, there's a brewery in Boston and one in Vermont. And so it's like big in New England, but obviously they have a presence like all over the country. So we like worked with them in this really like creative and collaborative process to come up with a citrus IPA. That's like a little bit of lemon, lime, and sea salt. It's very summery. We think it's going to appeal to like a wide array of beer drinkers. I don't know if you're going to like it Lynn. You don't know what I like. I do know that you don't (laughs) love beer, but I think this one's a special occasion. So I think you could probably try it. Yeah.
1: I definitely, I don't drink beer often, but when I do, it's going to be because you made it and I'm going to have a glass, but maybe this will be my transition beer to Liking beers. Maybe it will.
0: I wouldn't be too surprised. It's, we we have had so much fun doing it. It really is very good. We're really excited about it. I actually got to go to the brewery when I was home um, in May and like pour some of the hops in the big, container and then pull out some of the i don't know barley or something
1: was there anything about the process that was like shocking to you that you were like oh my gosh i did not know that happened well
0: not like shocking i actually think that because i'm interested in this christy got pat and i a christmas present one time to go somewhere and brew our own beer Mm -hmm. one other time that was just like a, a for fun thing so I did like know a little bit about it, but at one point I was looking in this big vat and it looked like oatmeal Yeah, and it was like hot. And I was kind of like, this is not what beer is like.
1: <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Cause like wheat, oatmeal, yeah, oats. Sure. Yeah, totally. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to like have a can and just shrine it and be like, my friend made this. Um, I so badly wish I liked beer because I like the idea of liking beer. Yeah. So may, maybe this, I feel like I lost some fans saying I don't like beer. I'm so sorry. Well, what what do you like? I like ciders. I you know what? I'm a really good friend though when it comes to like driving, drinking games. Oh, I was gonna say driving. <laughs> not, um...
0: <laughs> like like Lynn, no, I, I think not Lynn would not be driving take one for the team and drive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no. You I would not
0: take one for the team and be the designated driver.
1: <laughs> no. Well, I'll get us an Uber. Okay, that works. I want to be a part of the funds, but I mean, like if we were playing drinking games and there was beer involved, I wouldn't not drink the beer, but I don't (laughs) like it. (laughs) I don't like it, but I like, I'm taking one for the team. I'll do that. I'm not driving us. This is so good
0: to know that Lynn (laughs) will
1: take a lot for the team,
0: but not the DD role. No, no, but that's okay. Uber exists.
1: That's not the role I want for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, us well, that was the beer segment of snacks, <laughs> but
1: that's so exciting anyways.
0: Yeah, it is very exciting. Thank you so much. So do we want to talk about the Olympics now?
1: Yeah. Let's talk about it. First of all, congratulations.
0: Thank you, Lynn. Congratulations to you too.
1: Thank you. We are going, we are
0: going to Tokyo. To Tokyo. Have you ever been? I actually have. I've been for the U-20 World Cup in 2012. Wow. Yeah. And we actually won. Full circle. I know. It was really funny. I Steve Swanson, who was the coach of that team, texted me and said, time to bring home another medal from Japan. And I was like, oh my God, that's kind of cool.
1: That is amazing. That's actually very cool. Yeah.
0: So I think it's it's definitely going to be a, a much different experience than that was because it's, I mean, nine years later, COVID, Olympics full team, a lot, a lot of differences, but still exciting to be going
1: back. Yeah, well, it should be very exciting. I am so excited for you to watch you support you. If my name is called be there with you even more, Yep. but I'm, I'm so excited um, for you. I, so me and Sam decided, like she said, this, this podcast is going to be run a little differently. So we felt like it would be really cool to interview each other, do a little interview style about the Olympics. Obviously we're both in a little bit of a different position, even though we're both going. So um, I feel like I can learn from Sam in the fact that she was an alternate before. Um, And so we're just going to pick each other's brains. Amazing. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: I guess I can interview you first. Okay. If that's okay, I'm ready. Okay, Lynn. Hi, this is Sam Mewis. I'm from Snacks Podcast, and I just wanted to ask you a few questions today about your upcoming Olympic journey.
1: Oh my God, thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> Go. Um, okay, so you just got named as an alternate. Yes. Obviously, you would love to be in the in the 18, yeah. but you are in the top 22. So just give us how you felt when you first found out.
1: Um, yeah, so when I first found out, I good news, bad news. I just needed to know. I felt like I was so anxious. Um, I feel like the side of sports that people don't get to see is how anxious we get sometimes and how much stress takes a toll on us. And so that day um, I knew we would probably be getting a call and Vladco texted me at two to see if I could talk. And I hadn't eaten all day. Like I actually felt And was physically ill and I was like I just need to know I need to like have an answer by now and so he said do you have time to talk today and I said yes I have time all day and he said okay I'll talk I'll call you in a few minutes and in my head I was like the sooner the better sir um and so (laughs) when he called me um he said we want you to be um a part of our delegation obviously as an alternate and you know obviously a little bit disappointed um but I think after the call, we had a very good talk, um, and I'm very grateful to be continuing on and going to Japan and and training with everybody. Um, But I think when you take a step back, and I've I took myself a day to like feel all of the feels. I think that sometimes we forget to allow ourselves to be a little bit sad. We when we like or just like, we got to move on. We got to keep pushing forward. And so I let myself be a little bit sad. Um, but then I realized, I was like, you know what? I'm still going. I'm so grateful. Um, I am so honored to be able to help the 18 get ready. Um, we have an, uh, Olympics to win. So I'm so grateful to do that and I'm going to stay ready. So if my name is called, then I'm going to hopefully be the best Lynn I could possibly be, but, but yeah, definitely a little bit disappointed. Um, but then again, I'm like, how grateful and how blessed am I to even have the ability to be stressed because we're talking about the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go to the world cup and now I fought to get back on the team. And so for that, I should be proud of myself. So I am, I was, I was sad and now I'm proud. Well, great Lynn. That's like incredible. I'm glad that you took time to like feel
0: all of your emotions and I'm sure like, well, like, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I know for a fact that like more emotions and more ups and downs are coming. Oh yeah. Um, but just know that, like, the team is there for you, and it is like a challenging experience, but mm-hmm. like, also, I think, in the long run, very rewarding. And oh, yeah, we'll, I'm sure that we'll get to this, but like, I think that my experience being an alternate has led me here, and I learned mm-hmm. so much from it. Um, especially like, this isn't, this is not my turn to talk, but now that I'm on a roll, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. (laughs) I think especially that at the time I had been so focused on myself and my performance that I like had to have this time to realize what, what am I doing for the team Mm -hmm. and being an alternate? It was exactly that. It was like, what can I do to help the other midfielders? What can I do to help the forwards? What can I do to be playing as the opponent, how am I going to help the team perform? Mm -hmm. And that has kind of like stuck with me. I think that idea that my actions are going to help the team and the idea that I can play a role in support for everybody else. And I think when you're trying so hard to make a roster, it's easy to forget that. Not that anybody has, but it's easy to forget it because your performance is what matters so much. But having to go through the experience of being in a supportive role just has stuck with me in the sense that now I know I can support everybody all the time. Yeah. And that actually, I think, makes me better.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I think that um, like this, obviously I haven't gone through experience yet, but this one makes me hungrier to like get there. I think it like lights a fire under you and says like, I don't ever want to be on this bubble in this position again. So like, what do I have to do to get there? Now you're going to have to hold me to this because we got a, a bit to go. But, um, <laughs> but also like, I think- to that point exactly like everybody's so focused on themselves and fighting to make this the the 18 and the spots and when finally you it's announced right now my brain is okay I've been given my role so now I need to play that role like mm-hmm. at this moment it's not about you anymore or it really wasn't about me in the beginning or individual in the beginning but you kind of feel that way cuz you're trying to make these spots but now like that you have your role. It's not about you. It's about the team and like, what can you do? What can every single person do in their role to get everybody across the line to get that gold medal? So, um, so yeah, obviously a little disappointed, but like, I'm still so excited. Like I, I can't wait to go. I can't wait to train with everybody. I can't wait to like, whatever people want me to do, I'll be doing it. I'm your girl. (laughs) Well, good to know. Um, on that note, like what positive
0: things are you looking forward to, or like maybe thinking, will come from it like what are you excited about yeah
1: i think there's something to say about like just getting the experience of it um taking everything you know obviously this olympics is a little bit different because of covid um but still like the intensity of every single game i think that i've been named to rosters but never a huge roster like this so seeing what how every single game matters um Mm -hmm. and you can't just say okay we'll learn from this and move on like no you have to win the game Um, so I think getting that experience, watching how people just conduct themselves and go about their business, um, I'm excited to continue to train and get better as well at the same time. Um, I think the thing that's a little bit tricky and I'm sure, you know, this too, is as an alternate, you're not going to be playing in the games there, but I'm also, people are going to be playing games here as well. So making sure that I'm staying sharp and like visualizing games and making sure that when the time comes for me to play a game again, I'm ready to go. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I'm like actually excited for that challenge. Yeah. And I'm also excited to just go to Tokyo. I mean, I've never been, I know that's <laughs> so cool.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, I think like you'll be fully embedded with the team too. So yeah. you will gain so much experience from it. But I like what you said about like continuing to visualize playing in games, because as soon as you get back here the end of is, is happening. And yeah, we've got to be ready for that too.
1: I, I think sometimes we, uh, underestimate how hard it is to go back and forth between nwsl and national team um and being able to just like switch them off which i that's like so not human nature at all but i'm so excited like i can't wait got my luggage today oh i gotta go check my package room i know got some luggage um Got to get some new cleats, making sure everything's all set to go. Yep. Uh, I have
0: one more question for you. Is there anything that like anybody in your inner circle, like your parents or Marley or your sister said to you when you told them that you were an alternate that like has stuck with you so far?
1: Um trying to think well everybody just keeps saying stay ready like stay ready um make sure that like you're supporting everybody but stay ready more of they're just so proud of me Mm -hmm. I think they have known how hard it has been for me to get to this point and kind of my whole career in general I feel like I have had to fight to prove my my belonging through my whole career and being away for a year and a half and then coming back and even making it back was an accomplishment and so in their eyes, they're like, "You're an Olympian," and I'm like, "Not yet, but, <laughs> but thank you." Um, but they're just so proud of me, and and I think that's all you could ever want from your family um, and your support system is to make them proud. So um, they know that I, I want to be on the 18, and hopefully one day that happens. But I'm proud of myself. They're proud of me, and that I think that's what stuck with me the most. It's not like one thing though.
0: Yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm you and me both are so lucky to have such great support yeah. systems. No, seriously, and I'm pr- I'm proud of you too. Oh my
1: gosh, thanks. <laughs> okay let's switch gears where I interview you okay Samantha Sammy Bananas newest welcome to the podcast howdy <laughs> ew ew okay so you are an Olympian officially tell me how did you feel when you first found out yeah what was it like
0: well I was confident yeah in like what I had done to make it um and so I think that I was waiting to hear from black because I like couldn't believe it until I really heard. Um, I think that I've had like kind of a soft spot about the Olympics for five years because I was in your position last time and came so close to making it, but just quite didn't. And I think that while I totally like understood that decision and, agreed with it. Um, and that the alternate role was like definitely what was best for me and what was best for the team at the time. I have just been like, I've had my sight set on this now for five years. And then the fact that it got delayed the, that extra year just kind of made it seem like I had to like wait even longer. Um, so I was just like, really looking forward to, um, to hearing for sure from Black Co and like having him tell me that he wanted me to be part of the 18. And when that happened, I had this moment of like, okay, I like, it's been five years. I feel like I earned it. And I, I was just like really proud to get the phone call. Um, and obviously like honored. I think one of the things I like, I don't think any of us talk about like enough is that representing the, the team is like where this huge honor comes in, because I feel like what the U S women's national team stands for and what it represents is like, It's everything that we fight for all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like all these women who have come before us. It's being role models for young girls. It's not always about like this, like patriotism, but it's about like what the team is. And the reason why I'm so honored is because of the women around me. And there, of course, there are moments. I mean, this is the Olympics. There is a lot of patriotism involved, but it's the fact that like, I have so much respect for my teammates and the women standing next to me that seeing that I like belong there with them is... Such an incredible like realization. Oh yeah. um So I think like that's what makes it mean so much, and I I feel like I've never really like exp- like gotten through that before, like in a like publicly. I've never like explained why the team means so much to me. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited when I heard from Blacko. I had like one little moment. I was still home here in the morning with Pat and Finn. And I had one little moment. I like got a little a few tears in my eyes. um I like went and gave Pat and Finn a hug and was like really just like took a second for myself and then went off to practice. Um, But it felt really good to, to hear it. And obviously it was a long road and I'm just like honored to, like I said, be standing next to so many incredible women.
1: Do you feel like it was a different feeling? Sorry, excuse me. A different, a different feeling than when you got the call for the world cup.
0: Um, It was, yeah. I mean, it was a little bit like, I think that, It's hard to say. I just think that like the Olympics has been this like little thorn in my brain for five years. And I feel like at the world cup, it's like, I, it was, it was wonderful. Like getting the phone call meant so much to me. I'll never forget it. Um, but at the same time, like I'll never forget the phone call in 2016 when I didn't make it either. Um, so I just think that like, it's a smaller roster and, um, just the fact that I didn't make it last time, like made it a little bit more special to me. So I feel like, yeah, it was like a a little bit of a different feeling.
1: Yeah. You like got to, um, like right a wrong almost. Yeah. Like I got to like prove to
0: myself, like, okay, this, this was something you couldn't do before. And now you can Yeah.
1: Um, how, I mean, obviously you weren't at an Olympics before, but you were at a, like a huge tournament. What do you think this Olympics Will mean to you now that your sister's also going.
0: Oh my God, I know. I mean, that was like the only thing I could think about when after I heard about myself, I was like, okay, Christy's getting called soon too. Like, yeah. Imagine if we both get to go. It's like the only I... thing that <gasps> could make this better. Sorry, that's Finn. He's also um, excited. <laughs> he's also excited. He's like, Mom and Auntie are going. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm just so proud of Christy. She's been through a lot the last couple of years and been in and out of the team um i think she set a record for days since she like played and scored for the national team and then did it again it was like so many days apart um she tore her acl she got traded a bunch of times i think she really like recommitted herself to her career which Mm -hmm. has been like cool for me to see as her sister um and then to just see her like prove herself as a consistent and reliable player who can change the game when she plays, I, as a teammate wanted her to make it because I believe in her and I trust yeah. her on the field. And as her sister, of course I wanted her to make it because yeah. it's just so cool. Um, so I think it's like really interesting having both of those roles now, but a lot of fun and something that obviously like my parents and our family is like, just going to have an absolute I know. Ball.
1: Like <laughs> I know you like, literally you couldn't write a better story than like the Mewies the Mewy sister. But, um, I also just, I think that people, I mean, everybody has a story of ups and downs and like craziness. I think that like, you think your career is going to just go up, 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 but we have like many. but I really think Christy is somebody that younger people can look to and say like, even if you have a down, like you can get yourself out of the down. Definitely. And I think that like, that's such a beautiful story. I know everybody talks about it, but like, I really do think that younger people going through a hard time, like sometimes you feel in that moment, like this is the worst thing ever. And I'm never going to be the same again. And like, this is the best I have now. And I think looking at Christy, she, she was like, no. Um, I think for a second she settled and then she, I, I don't know what it was. We maybe one day we'll have her on here. Who knows and <laughs> we can hope. ask her, but uh, <laughs> we've tried and the schedules have been messed up, but, um, but yeah, um, just seeing that she, I don't know what it was, but was like, you know what? I'm going to be better. I'm so much better than this. And she is, she's an incredible soccer player. Yeah. And, I'm just so excited for you guys so
0: much. I think with Christy, it was, it's like a story of resilience and of almost like having to admit to yourself what you want. I think I've seen sometimes with myself and with friends and teammates, sometimes we don't let ourselves want it or we don't admit that's what we want. And until you do, and until you like walk out on that limb and say, I want to be this good. Mm-hmm. Um, you are kind of like holding yourself back a little bit. And so I think, I mean, I'll speaking for Christy at uh, this part, but I do think she went through that a little bit and saying it's safe to just not admit wanting to get back on the team. Yeah. And it's scary to say, no, that's what I want. That's my goal. And I'm doing everything for that. But as soon as you admit it, and as soon as you like put everything into it, I think it opens up new doors for you. And as we saw with Christy, like she's just playing lights out and maybe Olympics. Yeah.
1: Well, like, I think it's like, we don't talk about this, like self-sabotage situations that a lot of people do. I know I've done it um, and now I'm seeking help. Thank (laughs) God. But, (laughs) but but it's true. Like you, you have these goals and these dreams and it starts to happen for you. And then you'll kind of do things to make sure um, like subconsciously you're doing things to make sure it doesn't happen. Because if, if you don't make it, then it's easy for you to say, Well, I didn't give it my all. And so, of course, I didn't make it. Yeah. But if you give it your all and you still don't make it, that's like the hardest part. And I think it's just incredible that Chrissy was able to do it. I'm so excited for you guys. I can't wait to help support you guys and watch you win an Olympic gold medal.
0: Uh, Well, Lynn, you are going to be a part of it. And we are in this together. Oh, I know. Okay, well, I think we should take a break and get our guests on here. So do I. this week's guest please welcome emily sonnet surprise
1: welcome sauce welcome saucy sonnet to the show lean sam how are
2: you guys?
0: This podcast has been we've been calling it the Scrambled egg podcast because it has no structure whatsoever none basically we wanted you to come on here so we could talk to you about the Olympics a little bit. So
2: congratulations. thank you. You're an Olympian. Well I guess not until we get there right? So I keep I keep thinking yeah, let's get there. okay well, good juju into the air sauce thanks lean
1: (laughs) (laughs) just take my congratulations and move on like i don't know why you had to shut that down no i think i thought i did accept it thank you so much lynn
0: can you ask Sonnet our first olympics question no me and
1: me and sonnet will maybe talk about her nickname sauce and how she's giving me if she makes money off of it (laughs) all the
2: royalties sauce and lean i'm sauce that's lean lean gave me sauce and i make no money off it I make no money but we will. Who am I? You're Sammy Bananas. Yeah, you're Sammy Bananas. Oh yeah. Sammy. Yeah, so that's I guess that's how it goes and then I did, they 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 did the roster announcement and then I guess it's kind of cool Ted Lasso called called me Emily Sauce Saucy Sonnet and I guess Lynn. Thank you. Um, it's tough. Yeah. You got the longest spiel from Ted Lasso. I've Do ever you think? Heard. <laughs> kind of felt good. Wasn't that you? I think, I, I, I think that was me. It was awesome. Rose, Rose got a long one too. I think Rose, they said she was like a scented candle or something. I thought that was funny.
0: Oh yeah. That was really funny. Well, even the sisters thing about how they were like, it's uh disruptive to the team to have sisters on the team because they read each other's mind, but you know, I guess it's cool. as well. <laughs> oh yeah. He, yeah. He was,
2: he was like the playing games. They read each other's minds. Like it's not fair. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, that's that's a really good point.
0: <laughs> I know, that was really funny. Okay, Saucy and Lean, are we safe to move on to Olympics questions?
1: Yes, banana head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so back to my backstory. Sonnet and I were alternates together in 2016 along with Heyo and Ashlyn. Yes. Sonnet, I've already talked a little bit about my experience earlier. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what was it like being an alternate? Do you have any funny stories
2: you want to tell? Uh about it. What did you learn? What was it like to be an alternate? I think I was honored to go to, to the Olympics be part of the group. Um uh I remember being I remember being called saying, Oh, you're an alternate. I was like, oh, it's gonna be great. I'll get um my first tournament experience uh with the senior national team. Um it wasn't what I thought. Um, but then I think very quickly I had to get on like, oh, this is my role what do I need to do for the team on the extra body? Um, whatever. It was really nice having Sam. Um, so we roomed the whole time. Enjoy to talk about that. No, I didn't, but talk that about was, it. That was, that was, I mean, that, that was special in <laughs> itself. <laughs> um, we watched a lot of Netflix together. Um, snack. You guys didn't really know each other. No.
0: Well, we weren't uh, best friends like we are now.
2: Yeah. Like, this was like, we were still like kind of figuring each other out. Yeah. Um, Sam and I are very different and we found that out I think kind of quickly
0: yeah because Um, I feel like we were always like only one minute early to things and that's cutting it way too close for me so I'd be cutting it
2: perfect for me I'd
0: be like waiting at the door like all ready to go and looking at Sona like Sona we have to go and she'd be like oh I just didn't
2: find my headphones it's all good we're cool we got time (laughs) or like or like or like you had to have this like um lanyard on the whole time like a credential yeah and I like never knew where my credential was (laughs) and I was always like juggling like 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 juggling everything in my hands without my credential and then Sam was just like I gotta leave you and I'd be like sprinting down the hallway like trying to get to the trying to get to the elevator just in time but yeah um Sam do you think a prerequisite
1: to being your friend is almost making you late for something
0: (laughs) it honestly like might be like maybe I seek you guys out because Rose is like this too like, I was waiting for Rose in the lobby of our apartment in Manchester for probably three hours total. Like, I would just wait down there for her every day. Why? I don't know, because she's just cut like Sonnet. I get there five minutes <gasps>
2: early. She gets there one minute late. Just living life on the edge. I think we're just leveling each other out. It's constant this. Like, it's a balance. That's This is also your height, and this is <laughs> us. If if anybody wanted to know, Sonnet looks like a balance beam. Because uh, this yeah. is...
0: Tipping scales. A
2: Scales. This is audio. Just, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tipping scales. Um, and Sam and I and everyone else in her life are just trying to even her out.
0: Even me out. Well, what have you taken from your experience that has now got you here?
2: Mm, what have I taken? Um, I think I, I actually, I, I was thinking about this the other day and I was kind of like how the, how an actual tournament works and like the rest and the recovery in between had no idea how important that was. Clearly, very mm-hmm. important. We play what every 72 hours, three days, three yeah. days. Um, I think just seeing that and seeing the dedication of everyone because having 18 bodies, it really isn't a lot. Um, and I, just, I that's the really one thing I like vividly, like, remember, like, everyone like doing the normal tech legs, doing you know, the ice baths, doing and like that. The recovery takes up almost all your time. That's like the one like big thing I remember.
1: I asked Sam the same question, so you obviously made the world cup roster so this isn't your first major roster that you've you've been a part of but do you feel like because you were an alternate last time for the olympics and now you're on this roster there's like a i don't know how to ask this question without like literally putting my input into your answer but um like do you feel like it's it's like it means
2: more because you didn't make it at first or i think a little bit i think i've always kind of kept that as motivation but not in like I almost it was almost like I don't want this to ever happen again to me Mm. and like what did I miss out on what were like the maybe the small marginal things that I could have done better that I did for the last four years to kind of like climb this way and it's not gonna be like this it's like gradual um but I think it does it does I guess feel a little bit more rewarding side you kind of have to go through the being part of the team but you're not kind of on the team yeah Definitely. I mean, that's the best way to put it. And then I guess you have to kind of wait, like five years. And then, so it, it does feel good. It's not, you know, obviously not the first tournament, but I think not making the Olympics last time, and like maybe barely uh, missing out and then making it now, it does feel does feel good I guess that's
0: really similar to what I said Son. and I yeah. was like I think getting this phone call like was a little bit different than getting the world cup phone call I felt like it's not like better but it's like I just had this little bit of like a a box that was unchecked in like my life and it was the Olympics <gasps> and I feel like making the roster officially feels like I'm starting to check the box even though now I'm, I, I want to get there and go and go and win
1: <laughs> yeah and you know how Sam is about those check boxes yeah. she has
2: to check them all all of them to-do lists Grocery list. Yeah. Relax list. Relax. The relax list is a list
1: <laughs> I want to see.
2: Br- brushed my teeth this morning. Check.
1: Check. She, I think you wrote a list for making a list. You were like, make a list on your list. So a little bit into Samantha's mind. It's always good to check something off right away.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, Sonnet, a couple more things. Tell us your favorite story from Brazil from 2016.
2: I have like three or four in mind. Okay. I have one immediately into my mind. This is the I'm going to call it the Zumba story yeah Zumba in the streets yeah that's on my list is that on your list yeah I wrote
0: dancing in the street story
2: that was really it was really like the best thing and we went to we went to the gym and we woke, we walked up rocked up to the gym there was like Pino, you, know, you me and there's a picture of us dancing yeah um who else hey oh and Ashlyn yeah and there was just like bumping music outside the gym they blocked off the whole street we're like what's going on and they're just we're doing Zumba and I'm like we're like yeah this is pretty cool maybe they'll still be there after our lift so I'm pretty sure. We lifted, we were chained to a treadmill with hail, exhausted. And we go out, they're still bumping. And I go, we're going to go dance. And we literally were there dancing Zumba, Brazilian style dances. Yeah. Were we good? Probably not. No,
0: (laughs) but I remember, I think it was just so fun because it was like this moment of like unplanned freedom and joy when I felt like we were very giving off the right vibes all the time. Like we got you guys professional. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to do our job. We're going to do our fitness. And we're here for you. Like we had to be this like very specific like role and give off the right energy all the time. And then suddenly we had this, I think that's why it was like so memorable is because it was this moment of like freedom to just be like, Oh, you can just dance in the street.
2: Well, yeah, we were like detached from the team a little bit because we had to go live. Yeah. And they were at the hotel and it was kind of like, Oh, we like look at this fun. That's happening. Yeah. it's like our only, ch- like we're doing it. We're doing Get it. Get in here. We're going. And I remember, I'm pretty sure like Pino was yeah. like, Everyone was just like, we were just like fist bumping. Like we would even do the Zumba dances. We were just like this.
0: And I remember Dawn was kind of like, don't, Dawn was our uh, sports scientist. And she was kind of like, don't like tell anybody about this. But like, and we didn't like do a Zumba class. We were probably there for five or 10 minutes. But it, again, it was just this moment of like fun that I feel like we all just needed to like release a little. It was
2: like joining the block. Party. Yeah. Like we were just like a blocked off street. I was like, where's the frozen popsicles? Like where, like, I we're going to do it. Let's do it, it right. It was
0: awesome. It was so much fun. Um, one other story on my list was the story about the phones. So they gave us these like new, I think they were just like new phones that they had like pre-programmed that we could use international minutes and texting on. And they were supposed to take really good pictures.
2: Like, like Facebook chat. Like they just had, yeah, you could yeah, use like a few apps think, to like communicate freely. Yeah.
0: I think it was like fr- either from the Olympics themselves or from U.S. I don't know who it was from, but they gave the whole team these new phones. And so I'm all eager. Like when I get free stuff, you guys, I love it. I live for free stuff. So I'm all excited. I'm the kind of like one. everyone. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't like free stuff? Exactly. So I'm the first one to open the phone. I'm trying to get it to work. And everybody else is too busy. Like nobody else has tried anything yet. And I'm like, how do you get the SIM card in? I'm jamming the SIM card in. I'm trying to sort out the phone. Naturally, I jam the SIM card in sideways. It's stuck. We can't get it out with tweezers. We can't get it out with anything. So now my phone- I remember
2: being like, I remember being like, I like had mine. I go, oh Sam's mine's like working. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to put the sim card. No. In. And you were like, what? You didn't have and to do you anything. Like-
0: <laughs> you didn't have to do anything to this working phone. And naturally, I jammed a SIM card in sideways and broke it on the first day.
2: <laughs> um, do you remember you like got like paper clips and you were like undoing the paper yeah. clips trying to like go in, try to like finagle, maybe like loosen yeah. it. And I think you like, might've like, you were like, I just jammed it more. You kept saying jam. You're like, I just jammed it.
0: <laughs> all I wanted was this phone to take pictures. Like all I wanted was to access the free stuff I had. I wasn't asking for much. And I, of course, ruined it immediately. And it was just so disappointing. Samantha.
2: It was so, it was just disappointing. I do remember one more, and this is like very like, it's just like a small story. It I think you and I, we were obviously sharing a room. And, like, maybe you just, like, weren't having a great day. I don't know. And I, like, just, like, put, like, a Snickers underneath. Like I remember
0: that.
2: I needed it. And I was, like, such a silly prank. Like, well, like, it, no, but I feel like it was, like, a silly prank. And I feel like you kind of looked at it. You were kind of like, Argh. And then, like, you, like, took it and, like, you, like, ate it. And I was just like, yeah, she
0: needed that. I needed that <laughs> so much. I think I was, like, touched. I think I saw it and I was like, <gasps> She knew I needed a little piece of a Snickers. I was
2: like, where did I get the Snickers from? I don't know. But I like, I remember I like put it in this pillowcase. So it's like, if you were like going to bed and you'd be like, what is this? And then be like, yeah, Snickers.
0: Sonnet has like a tough exterior sometimes. So it's hard to know if she actually like loves you. But when she does things like that, you just know. You just know, I guess.
1: I guess.
2: Oh my God. Uh,
0: Okay, well- Sonnet, we are so grateful that you came on the show.
1: We needed you actually. Oh my God. So we really appreciate you coming on our scrambled egg
2: podcast. You know what? I love scrambled eggs. I love you too. And I love being here. Uh,
1: that was
0: really sweet. Thank you, Sonnet. Okay. We're going to take a quick break.
1: Well, this is my favorite part of the podcast where we just pepper each other with random questions samantha now that sonnet's gone we can have fun i'm just kidding <laughs> sonnet we love you um, okay what is your favorite olympic sport to watch besides soccer probably gymnastics um not gymnastics. oh
0: my god this is literally the eggs stick it Podcast. People are people are just gonna be like, I, I don't need to listen to this podcast anymore because all they talk about is eggs and stick it. That's
1: it's literally I hate eggs and stick it isn't even my favorite movie. I don't know why <laughs> we keep talking about them.
0: <laughs> oh uh, probably gymnastics. I think it's just Probably everybody's favorite sport to watch. It's wild. What's yours?
1: Um, I love gymnastics and I love track and fields. Well, the next question is: do you think you could compete in another sport? (laughs) Yeah, you could do track and fields. Maybe back in the day, if I like worked on my form, lost a couple pounds, and like was really dedicated, but like not now. Those girls are fast. Like I'm fast and they're like fast, 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 fast. They're like fast, fast. Okay, well, I think
0: that I could probably do gymnastics. <laughs>
1: okay, if you, if you had to do one event, what do you think that like you could actually like- In gymnastics? gymnastics? Yeah, like which one do you think you could actually do? And by actually, I mean like not hurt yourself doing. <laughs> I could stand up on a balance beam
0: for a couple minutes, but I couldn't do anything on it. Do
1: you, do you, do you think you could like spin around? No, and do, like, a-
0: I'm wondering if like I could do a vault. I think if I, I think I could probably
1: do a vault. <laughs> I would love to watch you run full speed at the vault thing and try to flip yourself into the air. Do they get to land in a pit? Yeah, we'll get a foam pit out for you. Yeah. Like what, what, are you, know what are you doing? Like- I <laughs> me to think I could do a vault. Are you like jumping off of it with your feet? Are you like pushing off of it with your hands? I think I'm going to do a
0: round off, land on my okay. feet wait oh my gosh how do you do it how do you do the vault
1: again (laughs) there's a little like trampoline in the front and you bounce up and do you push off with your hands and then no then do you push off the vault no you jump onto the trampoline with your feet and you push off the vault with your hands well I don't I think you can do multiple things but that's what I watched Simone do and then you do flip and then you flip in the air a lot
0: yeah I mean gymnastics was like a total joke like I'm way too tall and obviously have no upper body strength well yes you do i could do a pull-up yeah you're really strong but not like a, not like a ring pull-up well no well no <laughs> same i mean yeah i i i'm not gonna be good at gymnastics i do think maybe uh i could do like uh like uh like like what's it with a bob sledding one S- Spit it out. <laughs> like, like didn't <laughs> it, haven't you heard that haven't you heard that you could maybe like transition to do bo- you know what else I think I could maybe get into someday would be cycling. Okay. I've got those long pendulum legs and those big quads. Yeah. Same. I mean it would take a lot of work, but like maybe. Yeah, I could see that. In another life. In another if life, you, if you could go know, back in
1: time and I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. <laughs> but I, I think it could could have been possible at some point to be a cyclist. I don't know about the Olympics.
1: I wish I could play tennis. That going to the next question, do you think you can compete in another sport? I I don't know, but I want to try tennis.
0: Tennis is fun. Love tennis.
1: Yeah. I think my career is over now since I broke my elbow and it's never going to be the same, but maybe I could have done that. Yeah. I could see that one. We could play doubles. Yeah. You'll get everything in the front. Cause it can't get over your head. Cause you're so large. Perfect. Thank you. And I'll just be sprinting around the back.
0: Great team. <laughs> I mean, it's never too late except for your
1: elbow situation. Except. Yeah, exactly.
0: Do you have any Olympic memories from when you were a kid that like are special, make like the Olympics seem special to you?
1: Um, I am trying to think. Um, I remember when I was little, I this is like isn't even about the competing side, but like we took pictures with like the Olympic rings. Yeah. I also this is another thing. Like I used to compete at the junior Olympics with in track. Yeah. And so that was really cool. That that's obviously not as cool as the real Olympics, but I feel like doing that and watching like Marion Jones was my idol at the time before the drug situation. Um, and I just wanted to be like her so badly. And so I would do anything to, to be like her. Cause I was like, I'm going to do long jump like her and I'm going to be able to run the hundred. Um, but obviously my sport changed. And I don't really know where I'm going with this answer. So no, I don't, I don't really have like a specific moment. I just like love watching the Olympics. It's like so cool. I know.
0: I, um, I have a couple, I think when I was like really little, um, we would like, my aunt had this like lake house in Maine and we would go in the summer. And for some reason it must've only happened like once or twice that it was actually the summer Olympics, but we always used to watch gymnastics while we were there. So I just like have these memories of like watching gymnastics on this tiny screen at the breakfast counter <laughs> with Christy. And we would just sit there and like watch these huge like Olympic events for gymnastics. So fun. Um, I don't know like why that stuck in my mind, but I just remember thinking it was so cool and like fun to watch. And then I also remember watching um, for soccer in 2008 when Carly scored against Brazil. I like, mm. I think it was in the final. And I think that I was, with my U 17 national team. Mm -hmm. And I think that we like watched it together. I like have a very vivid memory, but I also know that like, sometimes I make stuff up in my head. So I'm not positive that that's exactly what happened. Um, and I just remember like thinking, Oh my God, that's so sick. Like what she did was so sick. It was like, so cool. They won. Um, and now it's 13 years later and on the team with carly just saying
1: that one that you're on the team with her but 13 years later then she's still going yeah
0: uh pat pat just came in the room to show me a chicken in a pan
1: does it look good
0: do you want to come show them does it look good it looks good it's uncooked but it it looks great he's very proud he tied he tied it up with twine because it's a whole chicken
1: what flavors on there
0: i don't know what flavors are on there But he's gone now. So it was a good interjection.
1: Thank goodness he is cooking because remember you used to stick just plain chicken into the oven and expect it to pop out. I do remember that. Tasting delicious. But no more. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask another question, but now, oh, I wasn't a question at all. <laughs> I was just going to say, sometimes I've learned this about myself. Like, I don't think I remember a lot of things from my childhood. And then my sister will be like, do you remember this? And I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. But like, I just don't, I like, I have childhood dementia or something.
0: Yeah. I think that's so funny when like you, you, there's something that you never would have remembered if somebody hadn't brought it up to you, but yeah. it exists in your mind still. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Does that happen to you? Yeah,
0: but I don't know what that's called.
1: Childhood dementia. <laughs> I just told you.
0: Okay. Well, maybe that is what it's called. Do you want- Did we
1: get, did we get a
0: fan question? I'm we so did. sorry. We did. We did get a fan question from Sarah R. Best places to get coffee in Cary and best restaurant.
1: Oh, okay. So we always go to Fount after we do a lift. Oh, yeah. We do. It's very cute. It's like an open situation with lots of- um. Plants, it's nice. We also go to Jubala a lot or Jubala, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, but that's in Raleigh. Yep. Where else?
0: Um, I've been going to Iris, which is also in Raleigh, which is good. I think for restaurants, we go to Chopped a
1: lot. We do go to Chopped a lot. Yeah, a lot. Where else do we go? Um, recently just found bench warmers bagels and that's my jam in the transfer food hall. Yep. Dame's chicken and waffles hits. Yep. Is that an expression? It is now. What is the actual expression?
2: Slap. Did I
0: say hits? <laughs> yep. Is that a thing that people say? I think so. I thought I was being cool saying it, and then it's like, it's not even a thing. Yeah, you aren't cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're relatable. Remember that.
0: That's that's the brand.
1: <laughs> that is the brand. <laughs> um, where else? I'm trying to think of- What else
0: do we like? Mateo's. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever been- bar taco classic oh, bar hits. taco hits <laughs> hits somewhere but it hits and i guess that's it for the last episode of snacks season one do you want to talk about the, the what are these things called episodes the series. What, like in what we've enjoyed about doing the podcast? Yeah, sure. What have you enjoyed about doing the podcast?
1: Oh, I've enjoyed a lot of things. I think it's really cool that we're able to do this. I, I love doing it with you. I love being able to just be myself and be silly, but also have real conversations. Um, I've enjoyed our guests. I think everybody has brought something very um, unique and inspiring and Um, I'm so honored to have such cool friends and that I get to call each one of our guests, a friend. Um, what else, what have you liked? I think it's really cool that we just get to come on
0: here and babble. And we have this awesome team of people behind us who produce the show and make these cool social media videos and like have given us this platform to really just be ourselves and talk about what we want to talk about. So I just wanted to shout out to all of the people behind the scenes. They were on this Zoom call. There's a bunch of other people on here. They're all women. It's really awesome to get to work with all of them. Um, And like you said, I have just enjoyed getting to be myself and kind of put this out there into the world. And it seems like we've gotten some positive feedback. So I'm grateful that people want to listen.
1: I love that. I, yes, the people behind the scenes, I don't think get enough credit. Um, They have helped us so much. I know that there's a lot of nonsense that we talk about. So for them to swift through that sift, sift through that. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like this moment right now and pick out the good stuff. Um, I'm sure it takes a really long time and they have been so patient with us as we've had like such a learning curve. And, um, I also, I was telling Sam that I read a comment that said, (laughs) maybe we should stop saying like so much. Oh, I forgot. And maybe season two I will try it out no promises um but we'll, maybe we'll try to stop saying like as yes. much.
0: I do think there are some things we could work on um so at fans listeners let us know what you think if we should do another bout of snacks um and we will get back to you after the Olympics
1: yeah we got some business to yeah. take care of first um gotta get focused Samantha big banana head muis. <laughs> has got an Olympic Games to win. Thank you all so much. I'm so proud of us. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening and tuning in and all the love that we have gotten. Um, We see your signs at the games and we hear you guys yelling at us and it always brings a smile to our faces. And I'm still shocked that people wanted to hear from (laughs) us. (laughs) i still so shocked. <laughs> Me too.
0: Well, if you guys want to do us a favor, make sure you've downloaded all six episodes. And thank you all so much for listening.
1: Thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomansports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Sam Mewis.
1: And I'm Lynn Williams. And you've been listening to Snacks. <laughs>